in a world few have dared to explore. Two men set out on an epic journey to answer life's manliest questions. From the Fortress of Smoothitude in Lawrence, Kansas, it's The Gentleman Podcast with Glenn Stansberry and Brian McKinney. time can I pull it off <laughs> <laughs> welcome yeah welcome gentlemen podcast <laughs> I'm <laughs> Brian welcome to the gentlemen podcast I'm Brian McKinney I'm sitting to the left of the wacky Glenn Stansberry that's pretty apt yeah I think so I'll give you that that's one fair you know I <laughs> <laughs> no I'm no no uh no, no chance of me. I'm trying to think about. I'm, I'm, run, I'm running through all the adjectives I've used to describe you, mm-hmm. and I can't think of one that was like staunch or like stoic. No, no, no. I, because that would that would just be a lie, Glenn. I'm and not we, either of those things. Yeah, and we don't lie on the podcast ever, Glenn. No, ever. No, we do not. We, we give you the straight truth mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. Which um, is why the gentleman mailbag is so full. Exactly. In the, the week. Exactly. Exactly. We we don't we don't make anything up. We don't. <laughs> Extend the truth nope. at all? Nope. It's black and white, as far as I'm concerned. Yep, and that's how we tell it, straight up. Uh, you know what else is straight up, Glenn? Is uh, the site gentleman.com right. that you and I both uh, uh, somehow take the blame for? Yes, with these, on a daily basis, with these four hands. Yes, that sounds weird. Yeah, with my two hands <laughs> and your two hands, both, not- both on the same laptop. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> it was like a duet, right? Uh, building the site, yeah, it was. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, <laughs> like a drunken duet, yeah, sort of. Uh, so anyway, gentlemen.com is a place that you can go to look up interesting, manly content, mm-hmm. fun content, educational content. Maybe share your own. Maybe share your own. Maybe if you feel like if you feel like contributing, you can. Uh, and will will what you share stand up to the scrutiny? That's right. Of is it manly or not? It's true. The only way you'll find out is by putting yourself out there. That's right. Uh, and and if you put yourself out there mm-hmm. on gentleman.com, you might end up on the podcast. That's right. Um, Brian, so. you know you know like those uh, those trust exercises companies do where like, you know, they mm-hmm. have the, the company fall back. Yeah. But it's the fall trust fall. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll Post be, into my arms. We'll be there to catch you. Yeah, exactly. All right? <laughs> Nobody's going to move out of the way and let you hit the ground. <laughs> so uh, feel free to stop over at gentleman.com. And when you get tired of that, or if you possibly could ever get tired of that, which I don't think is possible. Perish but, the thought. Yeah. Um, some people get mistaken. Some people get confused. Wow. Uh, if you get confused and you think you're tired of that, you know, not going to happen. Yeah. But uh, if that were to come, mm-hmm. you could hop on over to podcast.gentleman.com, listen to past episodes, check mm-hmm. out the links from this week's episode. Uh, get, go out and grab the drink of the week yes. and uh, have, a, have a couple of those with us while we're talking about these links. Mm-hmm. Um, anything you want. Anything you want. Make you gentlemen what you want. Yes. You guide us. Help us help you. Yeah. Um, and if you want to get in touch with us, uh, as always, you can send a uh, letter to P.O. Box 442305, Lawrence, Kansas 60044. That's P.O. Box 442305, Lawrence, Kansas 60044. Dead rates of descriptions. Some taxes. But if, you, if you're too lazy to do that. <laughs> Let's say you've been sitting on the couch all day, you know, you haven't been out, mm. but you've got to get your letter out to the Gentleman Podcast for the right. questions from the Gentleman Mailbag. Right. You could fall back and send us an email. That's right. Which we highly do not recommend. However, if it comes to that, you could send us an email to howdy at gentleman.com. Uh, you could go over to our Facebook, facebook.com slash gentleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could go to Twitter, all the social networks, uh, Twitch. Uh, Twitch. You know, yeah. Tinder. Uh, <laughs> okay, Cupid. You know all, all the all the normal social networks uh, that Glenn and I are on. Uh, mm. Well, okay, Brian. We need to quickly move to the next. Okay, the, the next. Yeah, the next segment, Glenn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that means it's time for the drink of the week. Drink of the um, week. Yes, and Glenn. Uh, last week, uh, we you brought over a beer. Yes, I did. It was Glenn's turn to pick the beer. Okay, oh. that didn't that didn't pan out so well. It did not. No, I, because the, first of all, the beer was pink. That's it, number it was. one. That's the first indicator that this was not. Well, I didn't go know well. it was pink. Right. Until because you can't because it's a dark bottle. Yeah. You can't really tell what color it is. 
It wasn't tough to read. But so we had this beer called Hibiscus Goes. Yes. And uh, Hibiscus should have gone and went away. It should have ghosted. Yeah, it should have been out the door. Um, so, but it was made by a local, or semi-local, mm-hmm. uh, Boulevard Brewery in Kansas City. Solid brewery. A solid brewery, and I felt bad about it, because we, we really threw him under the bus on yeah, that hibiscus thing. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, the hibiscus thing was not well thought out by them. But, no. that doesn't mean that their other beers are terrible. And so, this week, I went and got one of my favorites from Boulevard, and uh, this one is a seasonal it's mm-hmm. an Oktoberfest, which I am a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. Certain kinds of Oktoberfest beers, because some of them are kind of spicy and like yeah. citrusy. I'm not. I don't. I like the maltier, like German style Oktoberfest beers, where it's like smooth and brown and like you know not not too not too dark, not mm-hmm. too light. It's not a pale ale. It's not pink. Yeah. It's not pink. You know, it's if I may. Mm-hmm. I had I had some other friends try the the hibiscus goes, and the. One of, one of our friends, Travis, had a really good description of it. Mm-hmm. Peterson, Travis Peterson, said that it tasted like kombucha. What is kombucha? Have you not had kombucha? Kombucha is like this fermented uh, stuff. It's mm-hmm. like a it's like a weird drink. Okay. If you haven't had kombucha, I think it's, maybe it's a type of tea. I would agree that hibiscus goes is like a weird drink. Okay. Fermented yes. tea drink. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so okay, but so Bob's Bob's Oktoberfest, Bob's Forty Seven Oktoberfest. Um, it's a medium-bodied uh, dark amber brew with malty flavor and well-balanced hop character. Mm. It's a Munich-style lager, and uh, mm. it's a salute to their friend Bob Workowicz, master brewer and graduate of the U.S. Brewing Academy in 1947. Bro, I didn't know Germans were were proficient at brewing. Is I this think this thing? must be an exception. Is this is like California wine. Yeah, something like that. Like California's you know. a new, like mm-hmm. up and coming. Right, right, right. Germans are up and coming. I think that yeah, the, definitely the German beers are more of a new, mm. like a hip new thing. Yeah, it's you know, a hipster beer. Yeah, exactly. Okay, <laughs> only been around for a little bit. You know, not many people are into it. But, okay, you know, apparently they made one for Bob Workowicz in salute, Bobby. To man. Yes. Yeah. And it's a tasty beer. Thank goodness they didn't choose Hibiscus Goes <laughs> to salute this person. Because, to Bobby! <laughs> yeah. Because maybe you want to get your name away from that beer then. I don't know. I don't this know. associates. And uh, Boz47 uh, on beersnob.com. Uh, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Beeradvocate.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, it's got an 8.3 8. out of 10. 83. 8. Are 3. you kidding me? It ranked lower than the Hibiscus Goes? It did. It did. And we talked was about Was that 93 or 88? 88. 88 was the, the Hibiscus, Hibiscus Goes was 88. Now, a.k.a. Kombucha. Here's the thing. I We talked about this last week. It's all about how weird it is. And man, the weirdness factor is through the roof on that Hibiscus Goes stuff. So that equals high rating. It's like BuzzFeed or something, you know? Uh, like, it's, you know, uh, I don't know. Fancy name. Tastes weird. Uh, and you got a killer beer advocate rating then, apparently. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. That okay. sounds... Yeah. Okay, but who cares? Who cares? Who cares what beer advocate says? Because you're going to hear it from us right now mm-hmm. what the real rating of this beer is. Oh, yeah. So we got mustache twists. Yeah, we got the mustache twists. But to do that, we're going to have to open them okay. and partake okay. in one. So, okay. there Thank you Thank you, sir. Ah, uh, Yes. The old Bob's 47. That time of year, again. Mm, it smells like a delight. Cheers, Cheers, Brian. To Bobby. To Bobby. Mm, That's mm-hmm. good. That's solid. Oh, yeah. That's, hey, yeah. Boulevard, you totally redeemed yourself. You finally totally <laughs> redeemed me. Just when we thought <laughs> couldn't get any worse. Can get more, any more hibiscus Yeah. Um, so, Glenn, how many mustache twists is Ooh. the uh, Boss 47? Hold on. Let me describe the, the, the flavor profile. Okay. Right? Um, uh, first of all, when I smell it, it smells like beer. Okay. okay. Hold mm-hmm. on. Mm. Mm-hmm. It tastes like a an Oktoberfest. Okay. Kind of, uh, yep. you know, not too dark, not too light. Mm-hmm. Tastes German. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, we do, do we do the eight out of, or do we do out of ten? Out of ten. Out of ten mustache twists. I would give. Can we do halves? Or we sure, just, okay. we can do it. We can do whatever we want, Glenn. Oh well, yeah. I, I would say I'm leaning towards like a seven point five mustache turns. Seven point five. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's a good. Yeah, Ma- maybe I'm eight. That. Yeah, I, I'd say seven point eight seven or something like that. Eight seven. Yeah, <laughs> one dollar, Bob. Yeah, one dollar. 
so yeah, there you have it. Seven point eight seven on the mustache twist scale. Yeah, well, we got to average that. So seven yeah. point. Depending, six. if we had to simplify it, it would be yeah. yeah. Round it up to H. Eight. We'll give it eight twists. Air so, on the side of locality here. Okay. Oh, oh. Well, we got to factor in the price. That's right. Uh, we, the, the price is a factor. This was seven ninety nine. Oh, so give good, it eight. Good price. That's an eight. Right eight there. twists right there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Seven ninety nine. Yeah. It's hard to find a six pack less than eight fifty these days. It really is. You know, it's yeah. true. It's sad, sad days. Microbrewery six pack. Mm. Oh yeah, you can find some other six packs. I'm, right? I'm, yeah, yeah. You can find uh, Red Dog. Yeah. Uh, Red Dog. <laughs> yeah. Maybe next podcast. So yeah, well, should we review the Red Dog? The old hair of the Red Dog. <sighs> um, so I'm, I'm I'm headed to Colorado in a couple weeks, mm-hmm. and. I am having a hard time picking which brewery to. to oh work. right, right, right. Because we're going to be in Denver area, so I could do Great Divide. Mm. Um, we're going to be in Fort Collins, so I could do uh, New Belgium. There's some other. There's some other ones in okay. there. I'm not. I think there's a couple more. I could. There's. Oh, is it Avery? Is Avery up there? Avery's. I believe it is. Yeah. I okay. would. I mean, if I had a chance, I'd go to Great Divide because I love all their stuff. Man, but. they make incredible stuff. It is good. It is good. Um, oh, the so, one that has ninety shilling—that's around there too. Uh, Odell's. Odell's. <clears throat> Odell's. Uh, yeah. I think that might be a Fort Collins one. Yeah, it is. If I had to guess, I don't know. So I'm yeah. torn. Anyway, enough about me, Brian. Let's talk some about gentlemen. That's right. Um, our next segment is the most some of the most popular tax in the last week or so. Mm-hmm. And Brian, we actually—I actually had a hard time. There was some I had a hard time picking this week. There were some that I actually I, I realized now that I left off that probably should have made it as well. You've got a tough job. It's it, a tough job. It's it's Glenn, through Glenn spends his entire week looking through all of the posts and sorting through them all, you know, trying to scenario this thing yeah. out and you know, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And so mm-hmm. uh, definitely it's Multi-step, a lot of work. Step, a lot you know. of filtering, a lot right. of scientific algorithms. Uh, will it hold to, up? Yeah. How will it sound on the podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. we never cut anything. No. And then I have to write out the entire script where I write out all the words that we're saying right now. <laughs> right. Hold on. Yeah. Line. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Well, anyway, so the first tack this week is uh, added by uh, Clint Summerall. And I think we've – I think – I've seen I've seen Clint on the site before. I don't know if we featured any of his uh, posts before. Doesn't sound familiar. Okay, but, Clint, you know. excellent job. This is um, this is titled Terry Crews on his refusal of being typecasted. And before I go any further, mm-hmm. this is a little out of the ordinary. I don't I don't normally gravitate towards picking the uh, the over that you know the images overlaid with text. Yeah. I think it's kind of you know yeah. There's a lot of places you can find that stuff. Gentlemen, mm-hmm. it's a little bit different, but yeah. but this is awesome because. Um, Terry Crews is the man, mm-hmm. uh, former NFL player, mm-hmm. uh, turned movie star, and I think he has like a health uh, something now. I'm not. Maybe I'm. He wrong should. About it. He looks like he should. I, I think he's in his fifties, and he looks like he could be, you know, thirty. Mm-hmm. And he is just ripped. But anyway, so this quote by Terry says, "I constantly get out of my way." Or, sorry, I constantly get out of my comfort zone. Looking cool is the easiest way to mediocrity. The coolest guy in my high school ended up working at a car wash. Once you push yourself into something new and a whole new world of opportunities opens up to you. But you might but you might get hurt. In fact, you will get hurt. But amazingly, when you heal, you are somewhere you've never been. Some sage advice. Terry right Crews. Yeah, that's awesome. Um Yeah, it's a, it's a really good, you know, really good outlook on life. Um and he, the, you know, especially as an actor, probably, and, and he's a big muscle guy. You know, mm-hmm. he probably does have that situation where he's, you know, worried about getting typecast and all that stuff because that tends to happen when you have a specific look. You know, um, but really, really cool philosophy. Um, one that I should probably subscribe to more. Well, <laughs> actually, you know, we are not looking cool right now at no, all. No. We look like fools every time we do this podcast. Yes. So we're really putting ourselves out there. That's right. So I'm looking forward to healing, Glenn, because that day will we'll be, be nice. we'll be somewhere that we've never been before. Yeah, these scars. But the, if it, they could talk. The, the healing is <laughs> takes a long time <laughs> to heal. Yeah. I uh I was trying to think of some of the the cool people in my grade in high school, maybe like a year above me and what they're up to now. Mm-hmm. And this actually kinda holds up. Like I remember some of the dudes who were like, you know, 
they dated all the all the popular girls, and they mm. you know they were like the football stars. They're kind of they're kind of losers now. Yeah. Well, they, I don't know. You probably find not not that I'm much better. Well, but I'm saying well, it wait, didn't translate to the real world. Short. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. It's a good it's a good point that he makes. You know, it's certainly probably not a universal point, but it's a good it's a good philosophy to have, and and you know. Um, probably all the people that are listening to this that are high, that were high school football stars and super popular, um, oops, are probably upset with us. Right? Probably now. not you, okay? Because I don't know you, football guy. Right, football guy. You, you, I'm sure you're doing really well with your stuff. Yeah, but I'm sure the car wash is going well. The car yeah. wash. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's funny actually because Terry Crews probably was. One he of probably was a football he, star. He, probably actually. one of the coolest guys in high school. Yeah, exactly. So maybe maybe it's a, a cautionary tale on himself. I, I think know. he did play football somewhere. Uh, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. <laughs> uh, so anyway, good philosophy. Uh, put yourself out there. Yep. Make a podcast. That's right. Um, you know, be somebody. <laughs> There's a song here, and I almost started I, singing it. But I'm not going to. Okay. All right, Brian. I'm going to save it. for the best. And I will say about Terry Crews is that he, um, in addition to being a famous actor um, for movies, mm-hmm. he also starred in an Old Spice commercial. And a Blink-182 uh, uh, video. He's video. I knew he's recently... He's like the new Old Spice guy. Okay. But, I mean, they had the Old Spice guy that, mm-hmm. I'm riding a horse. I'm not, you know. Oh, right, right, right. Well, he's like the new one. Okay. And he does a great job. I didn't know that about the Blink-182 hey, man, music video. The guy's all over the place. You know, this was back in 2004, so I'm not surprised you okay. don't remember this, Glenn. Okay. But, um, I, I happen, you know, I happen to have this it's almost like encyclopedic... Um, power yeah. of being able to rattle off these things, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. with no help from the computer in front of me. Right. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think I remember Terry Crews best from his role in white chicks. Oh yes. Uh, that was yeah. horrifying. Mm. Um, yeah. that was a, that was an interesting movie. Yeah, that certainly was. I can't believe uh, it didn't win a lot of awards. Well, didn't it win the, uh, best picture, <laughs> best supporting yeah. actor, best, yeah, I think you're right, Brian. There's know. that memory of yours again, kicking into it, high gear. I, you know, I could be wrong about that. I <laughs> rarely am, um, but I don't know. There's no way to find out. Well, nope. There's no way nope. to find out. Um, moving on, Glenn. Uh, the next uh, attack that we're going to talk about is posted by the IDoc. The IDoc. Yeah, interesting, interesting, interesting name. I don't. I haven't seen him on the podcast before, but this is a good post. Um, this is all about this. This harkens me back to episode 16 Glenn when we were talking about um, would you like where do you get your haircut you know right and we had the whole discussion and I vehemently said how silly you were for not going to a barbershop right which I obviously do because mm-hmm. yeah I'm cool and everything like that right um, and uh, anyway so but this this tag's <laughs> all about this really cool barbershop uh, it's an old school barbershop that is in where's it at Frank's Barbershop in Knoxville, Tennessee. In America. And... No, okay, there you go. Knoxville. And it's all—it's almost set up like a cigar lounge yeah. or something. Like, they've got pool tables. They've got, like, lounges. They get complimentary beverages. It actually looks cooler than any cigar lounge I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like... It kind of looks like the lounge at that hotel, uh, oh, the Driscoll. the Driscoll in, in Austin. In, in Austin. Yeah. Um, so, they're, but they, they're a barbershop, but you can go and hang out there. Um, and you can get Frank Classic Cut for $25, Glenn, which is actually not too bad. I'd pay that to go hang out here. Mm-hmm. And complimentary beverage. Maybe oh. a game of pool. You know? Come on. Uh, Are you allowed to smoke cigars? Surely. I would think so. Wow. The real question is, are you not allowed in here if you're not smoking a cigar? That's right. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Did you see the sign on the door, man? Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, and they also have uh, manly facial massages as well. Uh, so, huh? It's like a full service. It's like a full service barbershop, man. Hmm. You know, they got a lot of stuff going on here. You know, for the first time, so I got my hair cut again mm-hmm. at my, my favorite beauty school, mm-hmm. and uh, they actually did. I was a little worried because uh, the uh, the lady cutting my hair pulled out the straight razor. Mm, that's never a good sign. And well, because I got I got it significantly shorter than I normally do. Like right. you can see my ears right now, which mm-hmm. is which is you know I got to keep it short and sassy for the summer. Right, right, right. Um, so she's like, "Would you like your neck shaved?" And I said, "What?" 
And she said, "Yeah, you want your neck shaved?" I was like thinking the Clippers, like, "Oh yeah, whatever." You know, mm-hmm. I guess I'd be look. I guess you know you can see my neck now, so probably. Oh, gotcha. Right. And so uh, she pulls out the straight straight razor, lathers me up. Oh, and really? Does the whole? It was awesome. Oh wow! So now I would. I really want to try to get uh, one of the old school straight razors. Straight razor shaving for shaving. Yeah, I I'd be into that. I, I, it's always a little bit concerning when you just have like a blade that you're running under your throat. Yeah. You know? Uh, but I don't know. I mean, people did it for a long time. Yep. With you know some incidents of problems, I'm sure. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I can <laughs> see where that would be a little bit. I, I no one likes the Gillettes. Okay, no one likes them. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. I, no, no offense, Gillette you. Company. I know you're listening, but look, we're gonna call it like we see it. We always do, Glenn. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is, this whole like seven blade razor thing or whatever, you know, the comfort Those seven are tip heavy. or something. I don't know what they... Every year, it's it's, it's, a, it's another blade on that. That's all they do. It's like, uh, you Mach know... 20. You know? Yeah, exactly. And so... It's like, it's like eventually, we're going to be starting a lawnmower. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, how many blades do you need? Uh, apparently, I would one. argue one. Yes. Yeah. So, but it sells their product and, you know, whatever. And that's why we have things like Dollar Shave Club that come along and stuff like that. So That's true. And there was another company that was... Talking to us, and they're they're another Dollar Shape Club type. Oh yeah, but I think it's a, <clears throat> a lower end. Yeah, yeah. That's I don't not know here nor there. Anyway, yeah, I'm glad to see those types of companies spring up. Yeah, yeah. Too long have we labored under the the, the rule mar- of Gillette and yeah. their their uh, their seven blade wonder. They got a commercial out now where it's like. The razor, they had it like shaving a, a oh yeah, like a like a mountain terrain, like, yeah, you know, and it, yeah, it's like and it's like swirling around, yeah, it's, a it's like on a, it's on a ball bearing and like twirling around. And like, does your face move that much? Or do you have that much contour on I your face? I have to say, my face is pretty flat. Yeah, you, are, it, it's not. It doesn't resemble a mountain. I mean, it's more. They, <laughs> is this like 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 marketed like towards a, t- trolls or something? Like, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Frank's, uh, Frank's uh, Barbershop looks good. <laughs> if you're in Knoxville, Tennessee, I would recommend check out, checking this place out. And the next time I'm in Knoxville, I'm going to go stop in and get a haircut at Frank's. Yes. Uh, looks really cool. 25 bucks. I Really, when, I, when you see the pictures, that, that seems like a drop in the bucket. Seems pretty reasonable to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. All right, Brian. Next up, I'm a little, <clears throat> I'm a little leery about sharing this one. Um, but, you know, it's going wild on the site, so I guess we got to give the people what they want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is added by our good friend Nicholas. Um, <clears throat> Nicholas added a tag titled "Some guy recreated a bunch of female Tinder pics and they are glorious." It's true, they and are. I will agree that they are glorious. Um, and you know, there's really not not a whole lot to say about. <laughs> I don't understand the guy. Okay, the guy's name is Jared Allen, um, <laughs> and it says you know using Tinder. <laughs> it's pretty much trying to get yourself a date, except this guy. And he, he says, he, it's funny because the article says he seems to be using, because they don't know what is real, why he's really doing this. Right. But apparently he's just like recreating these other photos. Um, so, what I don't get, Brian, so like the very first picture <laughs> is the girl on the, the, the girl on the left, all right. Uh-huh. It, is she pregnant? Yes. Okay. So if you're on Tinder, mm-hmm. why are you, isn't Tinder a hookup? Isn't it I a don't, hookup? I don't app? know, Glenn. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Man, I, it's, it's like okay. a, it's like a simplified dating app, right? That's how I understand it. See, I always thought it was like a like a hookup. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Well, Glenn, isn't a date a hookup? <laughs> Depending on who you are, right? Well, back in my what I'm getting at, Brian, is back in my day. <laughs> what did you the, grow up in the 30s? The, yeah, back back in my day, <laughs> I'd hop on the Model T. <laughs> Um, you, you didn't really, you know, uh, you know, the whole baby, the baby bump was mm. probably not like the big, the big sell. Yeah. Like if you had a lot of attributes you were trying to come, you know, trying to get across the right. fact that you were, you had the bun in the oven probably wasn't going to lure in a lot of men. Well, that's what, or that's whatever. What, that's what, um, and he recreates that picture marvelously by, um, sticking his stomach out and wearing like and, a leopard leotard, but, or tiger. Uh, so but the other pictures are you have this same question about some of these other ones I mean there's one where this girl's drinking a glass of wine with her foot which he recreates there's one where this girl's like ironing a, a dress that she's wearing or something yeah while she's wearing it she's ironing it um the the there are so many the creme de la creme though I gotta say is I mean 
Well, the, uh, there's some classic. There's some good ones. The yeah. the he's you know he's naked in front of a guitar, um, yeah. but the the. Uh, would you say that this one, Brian? I don't know if I should even bring it up. I'm a little... I don't know what to say about okay, that Okay, maybe one, we'll man. skip that one. I, yeah. Use your imagination. You just have to check out the link to see some of these. Um, there's definitely... There's one that caught my eye where he's... I guess the girl had like... Oh, she's under a... She's under a waterfall. And in order to recreate the foamy water, he has a friend dumping two gallons of milk on top of his head on top of this <laughs> this rock. Anyway... Uh, pretty pretty inventive. Yeah. Got him some got him his fifteen minutes of fame. Well, this guy seems like he's pretty with it. I hope he gets more than fifteen minutes because this is and, and now, it's great. It's 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 like we just talked about, Glenn. He's putting himself out there. That's right. He's making a fool out of himself, but you know, when he when he heals, he'll be in a different place. That's right. And you know, I mean, more than his more than his notoriety and fame, mm-hmm. I hope he gets a date. Yes. I hope this yeah. lands him. A date. Okay, so I want to say about this, mm-hmm. outside of the picks and everything, which are awesome, by the way, but mm-hmm. Jared Allen, well done. But I didn't I didn't really get I didn't I didn't know what Tinder was until like I read an article about how it worked. I okay. think it's brilliant. I think it's really smart. Really? I don't know I don't know how, how does it work. I, it basically I, uses as I understand it, mm-hmm. again, this is an oversimplified, you know, my reading one article about it. But basically it is a dating app that's based off of Facebook. So it takes Facebook data and it finds people around you. Okay. And then it it's probably all about the interface basically. It just like shows you a picture of that person and then you like swipe through until you find somebody that you find interesting, you know. But I, I just think the idea of just using Facebook data to like, you know, bring people together mm-hmm. is kind of interesting because it's, you know, people in your community, it's gonna be like local people that are where you live and I don't know, there's just a lot of interesting there's a lot of good and bad that could come out of that. Right. And um, hopefully mostly good. But Sis, I didn't know you were on Tinder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know very much about it. I just I'm just saying. When I read about it, I was like, well that's actually pretty smart. Um, pretty well done. So Yeah. Just like Jared Allen's pictures that recreate <laughs> Tinder pictures. That's right. Um so anyway. Well, Next up, Brian. Yes. On our this is a serious one. This is. Yeah, this well, is. Not serious, but factual. This is informative. Factual. Yeah, this is like Dateline Dateline Gentleman. Yes, you're getting the hard copy right now. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, friends. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so this is added by uh, Sherman Sherm. Sherman Sherm, good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he added this tag titled, Tesla Gigafactory will be located in Nevada. Mm-hmm. And... It's all about. It's yeah. I mean, it's basically all about they're building this massive factory to to create to build their batteries. Um, yeah. But there's a couple of different things about this. First of all, the the actual plant is uh, it's supposed to build enough by 2020 for 500,000 Tesla cars. Right. It's all powered by renewable energy, so it's not. You know, right. the argument against sometimes a lot of people will say like electric cars. Right. Oh, you're just powering them off. You know, bad energy. You know, to a, make a the battery car, made know. in China. And yeah, yeah, and it's like in a coal plant that you're getting the. You know, right. Stuff. So they're doing. I mean, they're going about it, doing it the right way. Um, and you know, the whole top is like solar panels to you know to generate energy for everything. So I really think it's awesome that not only they're trying to to you know find novel ways of powering their cars and and all that stuff, but they're also doing it in a way that's, you know, kind of in line with their company's philosophy with the environment. You know, mm-hmm. the whole idea is to improve the, you know, environment and have a great car and how can they do that with the battery plant, you know, that they're going to build. It's very, like, it reminds me of Apple, you know, yeah. just, like, from top to bottom, how are we doing everything that we do and, like, how can we make We're it do awesome. it our way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, you know what? Elon Musk is a champ. Man, that guy. I, I uh, We've toasted him. Yeah, and then for good reason because he he he's got it going on. I mean he and you know say, you know maybe maybe you're not a fan of the electric car. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't like what it stands for. Maybe you don't like you know maybe the environment isn't your thing. But just how this guy runs his company yeah. and you know has has like tackled major issues and I, major I, laws and things like that. In I every often state. wonder. Yeah, I mean he had that whole battle with the traditional car manufacturers exactly. uh, or car dealers. Sorry, but I I, I wonder about this stuff. Like pretty early on, he had you know a hit with PayPal. Um, he was one of the original PayPal guys. We mm-hmm. talked about this before. I wonder how that changes your outlook on what you can accomplish when you get to that level of you know. You, 
you're in charge of PayPal. You just sold it for however much money, you know. Yeah. All of a sudden, you have this huge hit. You're like probably in his mid twenties, late twenties, or something. Whenever all that stuff went down, what do you do next? Mm-hmm. You know. And I wonder if that starts the gears turning on. You know, let's let's fix cars. Let's fix you know these big things. Because the other thing he's involved with is space travel. Yep. He's doing the whole space SpaceX, right? SpaceX. Well, yeah. I don't know what's called. It. He's got a he's got a space company. Basically, <clears throat> I can't remember which one it is. Well, yeah. There's lots of space companies. Yeah. Well, there's days. the gentleman space. Yeah. Um, NASA. Yeah. Uh, NASA. Um, those two. Virgin. Don't. Isn't Vir- Virgin yeah. There's a yeah. There's Virgin Galactic. Galactic. Right. Yep. So and then he's he's got his own too, and they're working on that stuff as well. So, you know, and I read some article about him where he said like, you know, uh, kind of like what I just described. The, he he like sat back and thought, okay, like what else can I make better in the world? And he's like, you know, look at transportation because mm-hmm. transportation is sucks and space travel, which also sucks. Let's be honest. Yeah, space travel not very convenient right now for us. <laughs> I mean, I know. mean, have you seen the cab fare? Yeah, exactly. Get in the We've got to go to Russia. Right. We've got to, you know, right. wax some palms and, <laughs> you know. Uh, anyway, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, so, but, but yeah, it's pretty cool that they're kind of, yeah. you know, moving every part of their organization forward. I, I for one, think Tesla's an awesome company. I really have always been kind of enamored with their cars that they were making, um, just because I think that they're making interesting leaps where people have always kind of built the same cars over and over and over again, making slight improvements. And they kind of came in and waxed everything and just started doing their thing, you know? Yeah. Which is interesting to me because you're a muscle car guy. Right? I am. You, yes. you love the muscle car. Well, Tesla's are super powerful also. Really? They're super. Yeah. They're like zero to 60 time is just as fast as some of the fastest muscle mm. cars out there. Really? Yeah. It's, it's got instant torque. So, as soon as you hit the gas pedal, there's no building up to it. It's just immediate power. So it's super powerful. Wow. Um, but I am. I mean, I, I definitely. If I could, you know, have any car, we talked about this. It would be the uh, '68 Camaro. Um, but I still. I mean, every. It's like it's like guitars. You want to have the you know the Telecaster and maybe like some you know awesome acoustic guitar. You want to have. It would be great to have an awesome Tesla and then have a '68 Camaro. You know, as well. Just you know, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody, somebody told me a great saying: "Guitars are like women. There's always another one, you know, in the next shop over." No, 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 no that's not it. How's that? How'd that work? Hmm. We may have to edit that out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll get future. How did, Brian. How did they? How did they quite? Yeah. Well, anyway. Um. So anyway, good job, Tesla. Um. Good job, Sherman Sherm. Sherman Sherm. Moving gentlemen forward. And Tesla moving cars forward. That's right. Together. So, together. We exactly. can change the world. Exactly. All right, Brian. Our, this, this is um, the, next, the next tech. Mm-hmm. Added by no other than Razorback. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. So, Mr. automatically, Razorback. you know it's going to be... Yeah. Uh, well, he's got this expectation now. Like when when he posts stuff on the site, it's like it's, it's got to right. be in a tremendous amount of pressure. I, I bet would he lives in like a constant panic. Yeah, I would like be. This weight of the world on yeah. your shoulders. It's like you've uh, reached the mountaintop. Yeah. How do you sustain it? It's like putting out a new Beatles album or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yep. well, it's got to be. You just recorded the first Boston album. What do you do? Right. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and not only does he immediately post new stuff. I mean, Boston took six years to release their second <laughs> album. Uh, Razorback posts stuff every day. So imagine the amount of pressure the guy's under. But anyway, the point is, he posts this awesome story about um, owning a lighthouse. That's you right. You can buy lighthouses. Uh, I was kind of surprised about this because, Glenn, I just went to uh, North Carolina recently over the summer uh, with Laura's family. And we went to a an old lighthouse out on the coast there. Really? And I, I we were walking up to it, and I was talking to uh, uh, Laura's... Uh, brother-in-law and he he asked me he's like what do you do you think that they still do you think they still use lighthouses mm. or do you think that they're just you know they don't need them anymore or whatever because with technology and gps and everything like that yeah and i immediately said i think they still use them you know and he's like oh okay you know what it's kind of like well let's see what you know whatever so he went and asked them and they said yeah no they still use them they they're, they're actually huh. a lot of lighthouses are still operational um because they you know it's like kind of like a backup system it 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 
you know, it's been effective for 200 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's kind of still operational. But this article is about how they're kind of going away from maintaining the lighthouses. They try to donate them to organizations. And if organizations mm-hmm. won't maintain them, then they actually auction them off to people. Mm-hmm. So you could potentially go buy Man. a lighthouse. How awesome would that be? It would be awesome. I thought this was like a, like a, 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 a satire you know, piece. Like mm-hmm. I thought it was a joke. Having to deal with, prob- you know, the, I don't know why it would be a joke, but it just sounded a little too good to be true. But yeah. apparently, this is this is it. I mean, so they talked to a guy that built or that bought one uh, outside of Boston for nine hundred thirty-three thousand dollars, which is a ton of money, and he's 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 going to turn it into a house and a vacation home, basically. Um, so I'm sure he bought it for nine hundred thousand dollars, and he has to put a ton of money into making it happen. But how awesome will that be as a vacation home to go live in a lighthouse? You know. Yeah, um, but they talked to another guy down the way that in Maine bought one for two hundred forty thousand dollars. So oh, really not too. I mean, probably. I mean, if you look at you know Maine prices for real estate, it's probably really pretty inexpensive. But um, then there's one uh, off of York, Maine, in August with a bid of seventy eight thousand dollars. Wow. So um, yeah, cool. I, yeah. They're saying that some of them, you know, they're hard to get to. It's mm-hmm. like all rocky coastline. So some of them don't don't sell as high. Um, but, but man, how awesome that be! Yeah. Drive a couple hours to your lighthouse home and go hang yeah. out there. Plus, there's so much cool history around this lighthouses. Like the one I went to go visit, they had like some of the history of them, like saving people from wrecks and stuff like that. They used to, it used to be a serious business. I mean, if you were a lighthouse, yeah, uh, you know the guy that ran the lighthouse, you're in charge of if something happens to some ship out there, you're supposed to go, you know, help. You're right? basically like a lifeguard. Yeah. So there's a lot of cool history with all that stuff and uh, and the old buildings and the people that lived there and were watching over them for basically their whole lives, you know, a lot of times. So I don't know. Yeah, you have the the image of the the lighthouse keeper, like yeah, you know, this like old guy, fisher hat on, yeah, and the, like, the rain slicker, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been doing this for fifty years. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, that would be awesome. Seventy eight thousand dollars. That'd be cool. Gentleman, gentleman, lighthouse, gentleman lighthouse excursion. Yeah. <laughs> Run a lighthouse. That would uh, that'd be awesome. Do a mock uh, sa- life saving sh- uh, <laughs> life saving raft ride. Yeah, that would be that'd be pretty intense. That'd be kind of perilous, actually. I think that would be a bad idea. But you know, well, I'm just put myself out never there. Never stopped us before. I'm just trying. To, well, we have had some terrible ideas. It's yes, terrible. many, many terrible ideas. Um, speaking of terrible ideas, Glenn. Yes, it's time for the uh, toast, the gentleman toast this week. Okay, uh, I, I shouldn't say that. I, I don't. We, no offense to our our toasty this week, right? Um, as the toaster, I just made a bad joke on his behalf. But this actually said, this is, I'm toasting him because it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't, this isn't an everyday occurrence. I mean, no. an every week occurrence. We only no, no, no. pull the toast out on certain occasions. Exactly. Uh, I'm toasting this week, legendary guitarist, Keith Richards, Glenn. And the reason why I'm toasting him this week is because Keith Richards just came out with a children's book. Um, wow. and I think that's awesome. He, uh, <laughs> he's still looking spry at 70 years old. And um, he so he came out with this book called Life in two in 2010. It was a bestseller. Like you know, it's all about it's a true tell-all story about his time in the Rolling Stones. Um, oh, that's right. There was a lot of controversy around it. Uh, there would have been because I'm sure there's a lot of interesting details in that book. Right? Because I don't think uh, Mick Jagger and oh, he didn't see eye to eye on that, huh? Yeah, there was uh. there was definitely some back and forth. Well, and imagine he—he's seventy years old. He's been in the band for fifty years. Imagine all the stories that, yeah, maybe are true, but maybe not because they've—I mean, because your memory kind of because of, of the drugs. Well, <laughs> everybody's memory sure. changes over time, so you—you you, you start to kind of like details get changed into other things, and you know. So you, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. But anyway, so his book Life was a big success, monster success. You know, whatever. They approached him about doing a children's book because they thought, well, he sold books already. Let's try a children's book. I don't know. This is not... I'm not making the leap. Well, it's me not... neither, but it works. Huh. Okay, so... But he has... This actually looks really cool. <laughs> okay. Because the, the children's book is about the guy that gave him his first guitar. It's a true story oh. about his life. And I believe the artwork in the book is done by his daughter. Um, is, that, is that her in the picture? I believe so. I think it's his, it's either his daughter. Yeah, I think it's his daughter. Um, so, but it's a true, it's a true story about how he had a grandfather um, who was a musician and <laughs> magician, musician. <laughs> uh, he was a musician 
and uh, he he was I think he said he played saxophone and then he got injured in the war or something like that and he wasn't able to do that anymore so he came back and he was mm. he, play, he started playing fiddle and he said that he gave Keith Richards his first guitar and kind of encouraged him and showed him how to play mm. and that's what led to him being in the Rolling Stones and who Keith Richards is today um, and without this guy there would be no Keith Richards there would be no Rolling Stones um, but so it's a nice kind of wow. like uh, family story about cool. you know um, somebody that got him into music uh, and it was his grandfather Gus is who it was and so um, so yeah that's pretty awesome and, and the, the point of the book is that it, it's trying to inspire grandfathers well grandchildren to kind of like try to get something out out of learning from their grandfathers and then the same direction he said from grandfathers realizing that they can kind of have an impact on yeah. their grandchildren's life which is pretty awesome coming from keith richards you don't expect any of that stuff and yeah he definitely takes it with a dose of his like typical humor you know about you know stuff but um but anyway so just kind of cool yeah up until this story brian the only thing i really known keith richards for obviously other than the rolling stones is that he was the inspiration for johnny depp's character in uh parts of the caribbean oh right right so that's what I think of when I think of Keith Richards. Mm. But, mm-hmm. yeah. I can see that. Well, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, anyway, Keith Richards, here's to you. Not only are you a great guitar player and legendary rock star, but you can also churn out a couple of awesome books. You, know? you can churn across many different genres yeah. here. Yeah. I mean, not only, not only autobiographical, <laughs> but, like... You don't know many, you know, best-selling authors. You know, granted, he's got a leg up on the competition because... He does. It's Keith Richards. Keith Richards. It comes out with a children's book. There's all kinds of new stories about it. You know, it's yeah. a built-in PR yeah. machine. You know, mm-hmm. so um, it's kind of like we take that bath, geek. <laughs> what did I just? I was going to say about a geek in a bath. <laughs> no, you take that bath, geek. Yeah. Um, you. Uh, what I was going to say was, <laughs> uh, I got excited. We yeah. take it back, Keith. Yes. Uh, maybe you're not that. Take that bath, Keith. Keith. Take the bath, take that Keith. bath, and then get back to us, Keith. Uh, anyway, uh, so Keith Richards, uh, children's book author now, apparently. Man, maybe we should have the gentleman uh, children's book. You know? Kids. Kids. <laughs> Listen, take it from Uncle Brian. Don't create a website. Don't don't get into website making. Don't. Please, please don't. Website smithing. Web smithing. Yeah. Or do. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's worked out well for us it's, so far. Well, it's a mixed bag. Glenn. On one level, it's worked out well for us. Yeah. On, true. On only one level. Yeah, it's true. That's not true. Well, I don't know. I don't know, Glenn. I don't know. Too heavy for this podcast to get into, that's <laughs> for sure. But, you know it's also too heavy, Glenn? Uh, yes, I do. The, um... The, uh... Hot button Topic! topic. Um, and this week, Glenn, uh, special announcement today. What? Okay, break. Oh, I yes. Mean, this is this is like you can shut down the newswire mm-hmm. for the next month. Yep. Because the biggest news in the world came out today. Yep. Mm-hmm. Apple released a new phone. Whoa, 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 Brian! That is grossly understating what happened today. Okay. Apple okay. introduced two new phones. Two new phones and a and watch. watch. Okay. Plus some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Some other stuff. Yeah. But yeah, big announcements coming down the pipe. Big announcements. Yeah. Everybody expected it. Uh-huh. You know, you start to read the rumors running up to what's going on, uh-huh. you know, and uh, uh-huh. came out, the rumors were pretty accurate, uh-huh. you know. Um, so what, what What did you think what, what of the big reveal? This was like the biggest product announcement Apple's done in a long time because they've been getting a lot of crap. Everybody's been saying like, "Oh, you're just iteratively improving the iPad and the iPhone." Like, right. What are you What are you going to come out with next? Right. You know? So, all right, Brian. Here are my thoughts. I laughed, I cried, and I hurled. Okay. <laughs> I laughed at some of the jokes. Uh, yeah. I cried at some of the jokes. Yeah. And then there was the exchange between Bono and Tim. And Tim. Mm. That uh, I hurled at. Now uh, about the actual products. Yes. First of all, let's back up, Glenn. Okay. Let's okay, back up a okay. little bit. Because I was watching the live video announcement. <laughs> and to say that there so were was I. to say that there were a few glitches would be a dramatic Ooh. understatement. Steve Jobs was rolling in his grave. 
Because for the first 20 minutes, all I could see was color bars and yep. a schedule of the TV trucks. Uh, in yeah. fact, I even saw a – on Twitter, I even saw somebody had set up an account as the iPhone announcement uh, TV truck color bar <laughs> or something. And it was like, you know. Uh, and then there was the uh, the language problem where mm. once the video was actually working sometimes, uh, the the language was – undercut with i think it was like chinese there was mandarin maybe and then there was like another language track below that in volume i want to say like russian or some kind of i don't know eastern european yeah and it went on for 30 minutes i mean it was 30 minutes it was really bad it was was choppy and i i hate to give him so much crap because i know it's got to be really hard to do a one-off announcement like that where everyone in the world is trying to trying to stream hd video off your website Mm -hmm. but at the same time your I mean, Apple. Your Apple. Your your job is to like do these things. Like, yeah. like do these impossible things and do them well, you know? Yeah. So anyway, but that aside. That aside. The now Glenn Okay, so we got the two things. First of all, the phone. Mhm. I'm I want to get the phone cuz I've got an old I'm an, I mean, I'm an iPhone guy. I've been an iPhone guy since the beginning of time. Right. And I want to get the phone, but I'm a little bit I have I I still have the iPhone 4s mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's the one I have, um, and I like the portability of it. Okay. And the newer phones are like the bigger one, especially. It looks like a like you'd be toting around a library book in your pocket or something. You know, like it's just it's really really it just seems so in your face. It looks like a little it looks like an iPad tab mini mini yeah iPad mini yeah yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of I. I I wish they would have stuck to their guns a little bit and said, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna release one that's a little bit bigger." But we still believe in the fact that this is a mobile computing platform, so it should be, you know, it mobile. should be compact. It should be, it should be, you know, you shouldn't have to like. I mean, I just I I I I, I think it's kind of funny when I go to like a concert or something like that, and somebody holds up a like. <laughs> yeah. It's like an iPad taking a picture, and that's their phone. It's, it's like it's like the modern day equivalent of the guy with the boombox on his yeah, shoulder. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> I I think it's just uncomfortable. I think it's a really weird. I think some people like the fact that they don't have to buy a tablet. They can just kind of have the in between thing. But I don't like the in between things. I like <laughs> I like this is my phone that I'm carrying with me every day, and it's got to be small, and it's got to be compact, and it's got to do it. And job. I can sit down, and it won't like cut off circulation and like exactly. extremities. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not going to cause like a force field and suck people like <laughs> right. to your thigh while you're doing it. So I don't know. Are you going to buy the new? Are you going to buy the new iPhone six thing? I don't know the stuff that. I mean, not for a while. The stuff that they that came out with it is what's really compelling to me. Like the the Apple Pay platform, where you know you you basically have a wallet in your phone, mm-hmm. and it technically, I mean, in theory, it's more secure. Like the credit cards and everything are more secure. Gotcha. In theory, mm-hmm. I don't know how that. I don't know. It never it never seems to work out that way. I was, but then totally, again, I have had my my identity. I've had my credit card like yeah. the numbers like swipe like three times. So I'm kind of jaded on that front. I don't understand the technology because they were they were describing it as like no one knows what the number is, no one knows <laughs> right. what the security number is. It's stored in some chip that no one can access. Right. But then you can buy stuff with it. Right. So I don't know. I'd have to see the guts I think they, of it. I think they physically bury it underground. Yeah. They like take your phone from you when you buy something. <laughs> they like throw it across the room and yeah. put it in like a dishwasher. Very or efficient. Um, so I don't know. I didn't quite understand that. But that that does. It sounds very intriguing to me because it does solve. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. of the points that he talked about was that credit cards are fifty years old and. You know that yeah. technology's been around forever, and it's a broken system because that guy that's swiping your card at Starbucks can read the like he can if you're not looking the guy next to you he could write down the numbers and you're there you go. Well, I mean it's so easy. They have these programs like you can spot people like they've pay, taken pictures of these guys who do this at Walmart or whatever. Mm-hmm. They stand in line, and then when you make a purchase, they're out on their phone or whatever. But the phone is actually reading the somehow it's getting oh. the mag- magnetic strip. Yeah, I gotcha. And so yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's definitely a broken system. I don't I hate the cards just because you got you always got to have them, makes mm-hmm. your wallet thicker. Yeah. Um Yeah, I wasn't necessarily excited so so excited about that as I was. So, we're going into I heard there's going to be a watch. Mm-hmm. They're going to release the watch. Yeah. Yep. Uh watching the watch uh video was pretty impressive like the walkthrough and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I though the pri- the price tag is like 350. The thing is yeah. expensive watches are That's true. People I mean, drop a lot of money on expensive watches. I bought watches. a watch 
I want to say five years ago, mm-hmm. and it's kind of you know it's not like super flashy or anything like that, but mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a you step up in a watch, and it was two hundred fifty dollars, and that's without anything, Whew. you know. So twenty dollars my limit, Brian. Uh, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> it wasn't a very well made watch uh, that I bought for two hundred fifty dollars. Really? So it's I think it was a knockoff. No. I mean, it's it's what it is, but it, oh, they I just see. didn't design it very well. But anyway, the point is, uh. so the 350 price tag didn't really bother me too much. Sure. I, I'm just on the fence about, I mean, it seems like there's some cool stuff about it. What I'm excited for with the watch is not this, I mean, I'm, I'm going to buy the watch because I'm just, you know, I'm a web developer. I'm interested in the new tech. I think it's, I think they've done some interesting things with it. I'm excited about it. But what I'm really excited for is the third generation or the fourth generation right. watch. Because if you look back at like the original iPhone, mm-hmm. and then you look at what you have today for the yep. iPhone six, I mean it's pretty incredible the difference. I mean it's, you know, the thing that wowed you back in two thousand seven or eight or two thousand seven. I mean at the time everybody thought that was incredible. If you went to a party with the original iPhone, people were like, oh, can I see that? You yeah. know, because it was so yeah. revolutionary. Yeah. But now if you fired that thing up, because I still got you know not the original one, but the three GS or something like mm-hmm. that. And if I fired that up, I would be like, oh, this is so terrible. I mean, like the, the camera. <laughs> yeah. I remember the camera. Yeah. And like all that stuff. So I'm just excited about the, the third or fourth generation watch because I think so that. They really fine tune it. Yeah. Once they fine tune everything, they get the hardware thing figured out, they figure out what works and what doesn't, it's going to be pretty amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think there's something there and I think they're onto something. So. Your wearable technology is kind of. Yeah. Yeah, kind of coming around. It's, yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'd ever. I also am kind of a curmudgeon, like like the whole the, with the watch, like the whole fitness side of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like yeah. I just want to go and do my workout. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't care most See, times I, how fast I do it. I, don't I think care. that. I think that that. I personally, I, I find that very compelling. The really? fitness side of things, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because, I mean, for me, the whole point of the fitness stuff is that you're improving. Mm-hmm. And you need hard data to act because so many people out there that sign up for courses and personal trainers and all this stuff like that, they don't they don't keep any data about how they're doing. Mm-hmm. So they don't they maybe they feel a little bit better, mm-hmm. but they don't know if they're actually improving their health at all. Like they have no statistics to tell them empirically they are improving at what they do. Sure, you know. Uh, and this is the point of this is to kind of start to work towards that direction is to give somebody easy way. To track those data points to make sure that not only are you, you know, exercising for 30 minutes, but you're exercising for 30 minutes and getting the most out of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So I think there's a lot of really interesting possibilities there. And I, I mean, I'm all about if I'm if I'm spending 30 minutes working out, I want to know like I'm improving. I'm you know putting the best I can into it. I want to know that you know all those things are are moving in the right direction because that's mm-hmm. a lot of time you can be just throwing away if you're not doing your best you know so i don't know I, I i find that pretty compelling so i think i would kind of agree with you but kind of not on the whole i don't know i think i think i, I, I when i work out i do it for different maybe maybe i just i'm not gonna say i do it for different reasons but I, but the main thing for me is just to to get away from the world and to mm-hmm. just work hard at something yeah and to Cause, I, cause you know, like it's all for me. It's all about like, it's like a battle with myself, right? right. Like I'm, I'm pushing myself, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, if I push myself, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to win a strongman competition. Right. I'm not trying to. Oh, you're not trying to win this. Okay. I know it's surprising. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. because I probably could. Right. But that's what I was thinking. It was like right. You know. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, like I, I, I get more out of the just the just the act of doing it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. I used to be a guy that tracked everything when I, I, when I was yeah. beginning to run, and I just got burnt out of it because it was just, yeah, it was just too. It was just I just got sick of it. I, I get that. I, I think that it's just I get so irritated at like, you know, the whole concept. I think this happens in diet as well as fitness. Yeah. Calorie people tracking. have a general well, people have a general thought like, oh, I'm eating healthy because I'm having a salad. Right, but right. that salad has like <laughs> you know croutons. Well, two tons of ranch dressing on it, <laughs> and, and it's like okay, but it's a salad, but it's not really healthy because right. you're putting a bunch of oily fat on it while mm-hmm. you're eating it. Mm-hmm. So there's this whole idea is that you don't have any without any like actual statistics. You really don't have any idea if you're getting more healthy or if you're not. Mm-hmm. You know, 
and getting out and being active, of course, in and of itself is 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 you're going to be healthy healthier mm-hmm. for being active. Sure. But the idea that you would actually say, okay, last month I only went out, you know, six times as opposed to well, I should have been doing twelve. Yeah. Or you know, and I spent. 30 minutes, you know, at a high heart rate versus whatever. Just having that baseline. Exactly. Yeah. And so you can look back and say, well, I've, I did really well the last six months or no, I didn't do anything the last six months or I right. need to do this. And then the other great part about that is the feedback part of it is awesome because when you start working out, you can say, look, last month I didn't do anything. This month I've done, you know, I've gone out three times this week. I have the st- statistics to tell me, hey, I'm improving. You know, so there's a lot of like mm-hmm. intrinsic kind of value to that, and I, also I think the health kit stuff is pretty interesting. I think that there could be a whole thing about you know knowing that you know all these having sensors attached to your body basically to kind of hmm. biohacking. Yeah, basically. yeah. But it comes to working out. I don't care. I just want to do something hard, and I just yeah. want to you know. Yeah. It's more for my mind. Yeah. yeah, it's more for my mind than it is yeah. anything else. Sure, gotcha. Um, and my glutes now, Glenn. Yes. Well, <laughs> I think they're doing just fine, Glenn. Woo! Uh, is it getting hot in here? Um, <clears throat> so, Glenn, yes. the problem is is that we threw the Android Wear platform under the proverbial bus when it came out. Did we? We did. did we we? Did. But the thing is, Brian, is that, you know, it's like it's like you said earlier. There were phones, and then there was the iPhone when it came out. It changed yeah. everything. Yeah. I... I think, I mean, the thing about Apple stuff, and you can call me an Apple fanboy if you want. I don't mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. The point of the Apple stuff is that, and Tim Cook said it today, he said the it's not about the hardware features. It's not about, you know, like, what size of processor you have. In mm-hmm. the, you know, some people say, like, oh, why would you buy an iPhone? I can get a better processor with more megapixels in my camera. And all this stuff, and it's like it's not. That's not the point. The mm-hmm. point is the integration between the hardware and the software. It's how it works, mm-hmm. not you know what, not what the stats are behind it. It's how it works, and that's the point. Like, right. So Apple's always excelled at that, and they obviously because if you look at you know the phones that were around before the iPhone, look at the phones that are out now. No one can dispute that they changed that landscape forever based on that concept. Absolutely. And so when you look at this watch, what I think is interesting about it is that they're throwing their hat in the ring and they're saying this is an important thing that we need to be doing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how it looks now. You know, like, I, it matters how it's going to look in three years. That's and right. And I think that it's going to be really awesome. Yeah. So It's a brave new world. It is. It is. It is. Yeah, I liked how he said that. That's something that I mean. I you know I use Apple products and I. Yeah. I, it's funny because I read something the other day and they were talking about, you know, like the the differences between, uh, the Android platform mm-hmm. and the iOS platform and mm-hmm. like how, you know, Android you can do whatever you want. You know, yeah. you can do it. Well, and and the, the the argument was that with iPhone it's just it's set. You know, it's sandboxed. It's a wall, it's wall, a wall right? Yeah. But it. But the, it seems like everybody's kind of moved towards the the walled garden because they're, the, the security. Yeah, the, the security. Well, we, we talk about security. Security, and I mean the security of it, and then also the consistent experience of it. Right. When there are rules and there are right. you know things that actually helps the experience a lot. When there's constraints, you know. When there's constraints, then there's freedom. Yeah, it's true to an extent. So anyway, also I think Android's a cool. Uh, Android's there's it's a cool platform. They've, Absolutely, they, they're you know all their stuff is really cool. I've seen a ton of good you know technology that they've done with it, and there's nothing you know I, I couldn't take anything away from Android. I just yeah. personally from all the experience I've had, you know, and it's all about the experience we've had in the past and yeah. how that drives your decisions in the future. And sure, anyway, absolutely. There's uh, really not that big of a gap in yeah. phones anymore. You know, yeah. like yeah. It's, it's pretty. They're both level. really good platforms. Yeah. So yeah, you can't really go wrong. Um, but I, I am excited about the the new stuff. Um, you can't help but root for Tim Cook. It just he seems like a good. You know, you want to like get behind the guy. You know, he's we were talking about this earlier, and he's totally different than Steve Jobs. Totally different, different philosophies on stuff, all this stuff. But there's never going to be another Steve Jobs. And I like that he's different. You know what I mean? I like that he's his own guy, and he's yeah. just being himself. And you can't help but root for the guy. He That's seems right. like he's doing a good job, and anyway. it's a big shoes to fill. He does. I yeah. mean, how do you follow that? You know, it's difficult, right? Uh, and how we follow the hot button topic, <laughs> Glenn? I, I don't know, but we're going to try to with the uh, questions from the gentleman mailbag. Yes. Uh, and this week, Glenn, uh, you know, 
I think that uh, personally, I think that the all of the plugging that we've done for the post office mm-hmm. has really helped because the, the 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 questions, the letters are overflowing. But hold on, here, let me, let me pull one out here. Question from the gentleman mailbag. Okay, okay. Uh, question from the gentleman mailbag. Yep, um, we got was, one right here. Hold on, hold on. What does okay. it say? What do we say here? Uh, let me. I'll, t- I'll read. Yeah, you read okay. it. Um, this one. Uh, I, I really like this one, Glenn. Um, this yeah. is. Uh, so, if there was a gentleman, if gentleman had a jingle, what would the jingle sound like? I had something in my head and I lost it. Um, wow. What? what? No. I, I've always wanted the. Uh, uh, okay, here. Let's try this one out for size. Okay. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. The gentleman. Do, 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 do. You okay. know what I'm talking about? The Sesame yeah. Street? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like that one a lot. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, that, maybe that's a... Yeah. I don't know. So mine was... I was thinking about this, too, and I was like, man, what, I'm trying to think about jingles that would fit, you know, gentlemen. Mm. And, uh, you know, I I came up with this one. Now, I can't I can't say for sure whether I've heard this before, but it just it just popped in my mind. I think this, this fits gentlemen really well. Try this one. Okay. Okay. Uh-oh, gentlemen. <laughs> That's it. Uh, uh, you know, nice. I just, nice. It's still something I just off the top of my head. Oh, you know? okay. okay. Uh, so I, I just came up with that one. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I have a maybe I have a kind of like a new career on my... I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. You it, could it, write jingles for McDonald's. Yeah. Oh, I think so. You know? Um... Yeah. Huh. So. Okay. So that was that, that would be a good one. one. Yeah. Um, gosh, I kind of like the, you know, like the whole Yahoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Right. Like something. Okay. Something old timey kind of. That'd yeah. be good too. That'd I don't know. Good. Did don't they know. go away from that? Because I haven't heard it in a while. I don't know why they did. Yeah. They should have just mm-hmm. ridden that pony until it. Yeah. Went to the glue factory. Yeah. Exactly. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was. It's really. It's really good. Um, so yeah, I'm sure they had some expert come in and say, "Yeah, guys, if anybody's going to take your <laughs> brand seriously, right? You're you're going to have to get rid of this jingle. Look, look at what AOL's doing. Yeah, all right, <laughs> they're mailing people CDs. Now that's have serious. you seen Excite? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Alta Vista. <laughs> yeah, AOL has that clay guy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, what do you got? I yeah, <laughs> drop it. Let's get rid of it. Ah, uh, anyway, yeah, neither here nor there. Okay, I like your I like your jingle suggestion. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. Uh oh, gentlemen. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh oh, gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, it's like a seventies sitcom. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling like. I think think that's pretty good. We know we should do. Come on, door. (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen's for you. Uh, No, I I think we should. Maybe we should do like a you know back in the day on the websites where they'd Mm. have like auto like go to a website and they'd have like like a wave file playing oh know? yeah yeah so we could like on our site no one's got no one's got audio on their sites anymore so we can we could a we cut could above have, yeah we you show up on the gentleman website and you get the gentleman <laughs> jingle come on knock on my door <laughs> we've been waiting for you or like if uh if they like something oh no yeah yeah if they like something on the site we could do the uh oh gentleman yeah yeah. That, that'd be cool. Yeah. That's a good idea. Okay. The auditory realm hasn't really been explored fully on the web. Uh-uh. And, and there's new HTML5. HTML5 audio, audio. So there you go, right there. It's coming back. Mm-hmm. It's coming mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Along with the blink tag. Hey, man. Marquee. We shouldn't discount it. We could probably do some cool stuff with the audio tag. Probably? Yeah. There's no probably. It's a, it's a certainty. <clears throat> okay. So we got that worked out. So that was a good... That was a good question from the gentleman mailbag. I'm sorry, my heart's still racing. For uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The uh, close encounter. Yes, of the close, third kind. Close encounter of the furry kind. <laughs> okay, so that was the. Uh, <laughs> was that episode 25? That was episode 25. Wow. Is that our silver anniversary? I don't. know. What is that? The uh, I don't know. I don't know. 25 is so. That sounds right. 25 silver. Like 30 gold. Yeah, like I that. think that's about right. Oh, I don't know, maybe fifty gold. Well, this isn't helping me at all. No. Um, well, I don't know. know. Anyway, the point is, it could be our silver anniversary, Glenn. It Twenty-five could be. episodes. Twenty-five. We made it through. 
We made it through, and the yeah. people listening made it through. Well, I wouldn't say so. If somebody out there made it this far with us, please then, let us know. Then let yeah, let us know because uh, that would be amazing. Um, but I'm not holding my hopes up, Glenn. You know what I mean? Like it's almost an impossible task to ask somebody to listen to us for 25 episodes. They're gonna be using this. As, I like, can't do it. Some kind, yeah. <laughs> My, I, Brian has I to edit to. it. I have to. So it's it's like my burden. It's like like cross to bear going. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Sorry, Brian. Well, I'm already not looking forward to editing episode 25. <laughs> but what I am looking forward to is 26. Episode 26, Glenn, where we can come back here and talk some more about the gentleman community. Totally redeem ourselves. Totally redeem ourselves. Next week, we're actually going to make a good episode. Really, it's going to be good. I, one of these I, days. Yeah, I want to so see. You, you we're gotta, due. We, yeah, we're due for a good episode. 25 bad episodes? There's gotta be a, <laughs> someday there's got to be a good one in there. Our silver bad anniversary? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I'm looking forward to episode 26. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Oh, yes, definitely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and hopefully I'm, we won't have any rodents no, that appear in let's this hope not. episode. Well, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. No. No, it no. didn't appear. Okay, but oh, okay. I don't. I don't think they should. Uh, um, okay. Well, we'll hope not. Uh, so that was episode twenty-five. Looking forward to episode twenty-six. I am Brian McKinney. I'm Glenn Sanford. See you guys next time. Goodbye. Uh oh, gentlemen. Yeah.